Well, hey there, everybody. Guess what? We are finally live. Life downloaded live. I'm here at Casada Edge. And as always, joining me from Shez Rank, as she likes to call it. She's gorgeous. She's glorious. She is my pod wife, the lovely Samantha Rank. Say hi, Sam. Well, hello, Mr. Danage. How are we? We're good. We're good. There you are. We're live. We're in living colour. Everybody can see us. So, for, for once <laughs> when we're doing... Please never say, please never say Shez Rank again. Shez Rank. All right. Shez Rank. Shez Rank. Shez Rank. Yeah. I, I apologise for anyone who comes from France. Um, <laughs> we have just butchered your language. Shez so. Rank. Yes, we are. We are. Um, we are live. It's very bizarre. I'm normally used to you being right next to me, um, eating all my food. Um, so I'm actually quite glad that I'm saving on the cookies at the moment. Generally, you, I come there and you're like, eat my cookies so I don't have to. So I feel um, like that I'm is, being that, that is genuine cookies. Genuine cookies, yeah. not any. Euphemism. No, indeed. Genuine chocolate <laughs> chip, hopefully. Uh, but yeah. I think we, yes, go on, You after you, Dan. We're here, we're live, we're sort of in the room together because, you know, like the rest of the world, we are on lockdown at the moment and we realised that we hadn't done a podcast in a while and we thought that we should do something. So we thought, if we're going to come back, let's come back strong Let's go all technical. Let's go live. You guys can actually join in if and when you're watching and drop comments on YouTube. This is kind of the plan. Um, so if you do want to say something, join in. If you're not here and you're just listening to us on the podcast, it's kind of like those dodgy competitions on telly. Don't phone in because we can't answer you if you're listening to the recording. Um, but this will go live on our usual podcast channels as well. But we're here, and it's all technical and shiny and nice. So I'm quite excited. I know. So because this is an experiment, forgive us if we have any technical errors. We will do our best. If you are a avid Life Downloaded listener, you will realise uh, that I constantly harp on about the really annoying builders that are noisy all the time. They've decided to come out today because they didn't get the memo about um, isolation. And obviously the very expensive building behind where I live couldn't wait. Um, so if you do hear a bit of pneumatic drill, that's what that is. And for anybody that hasn't listened to Life Downloaded, um, I think we should maybe do a little bit of an introduction and say how we know each other, who we are, first of all, and how we came about doing Life Downloaded, how we came up with the concept of Life Downloaded. So, Dan, um, I will let you take the, the platform, my darling. Oh, so kind. So, yeah, basically... Um, always kind. Always, always. So, basically, Life Downloaded came about because Sam and I, as 30-something wheelchair users, decided that we wanted to talk about stuff and the crazy life we lead within the arts industry and the media and all the stuff that comes with that and being general wheelchair users and all the crazy stuff that comes with that. Spread some knowledge, spread some laughs, maybe educate some people, hopefully let some people nod their heads in agreement with some of the things we're saying if you are part of the disabled community. 
and yeah we created this podcast so this is episode 15 probably going to be named on the podcast live and dangerous because that's how it <laughs> um, so if you want to catch up with the stuff that we've listened we've put out before on the podcast look for life downloaded and you can find all our previous 14 episodes on there if it is your first time welcome to our crazy little part of the world yes welcome indeed um a few um, house rules, I suppose. Um, I am a good northern lass, so um, I am not a stranger to um, uh, dropping a few naughty words. So um, if you have got any children in the room, either lock them in the bathroom or maybe listen to this later on the official we- website. So just a just a bit of a warning there. Um, I uh, put yeah. earphones in, you know. Oh, yeah, there you, go. there you go. That was a sensible answer, <laughs> wasn't it? That was a sensible answer. Not Never lock your children in the bathroom. Um, um, that was bad advice. Um, so I am Samantha Rank. I, um, see, I always hate introducing myself because I always feel absolutely narcissistic. I am an actor, presenter, campaigner, journalist. Um, I call myself a bit of a Dell boy, but... Um, one of my biggest passions is being a advocate and being a activist for the disability community. So, um, so this this platform was really set up because a I really I love Dan and we get all like house on fire and it was just a good opportunity to kind of hang out with with me mate, me mate, and um, and also just to kind of really say things that maybe we are either hesitant to do so when when i'm on television or maybe feel like i have been um kind of molded uh, maybe not to go too extreme because unfortunately disability is still very much a taboo subject we're still very awkward around disability so i absolutely love it's quite therapeutic for me to um talk on uh, life downloaded sometimes it gets a little bit ranty but on the whole i think we always have a really strong message and we always have humor at the heart of it so i would also say even though we're going for a really really um kind of crappy time right now and it's very serious on many levels for many many people um we want to keep this podcast light so anything that we do um joke about or laugh about it is it is you know done in the best intentions and we are not here to offend anybody okay so um so yeah so that's who we are and we kind of wanted today to kick off to talk about what we've been up to um, since we've we've been in isolation one of my main things at the moment is i don't know if you can see i'm really upset i had to take my false nails off oh no which, um, yeah really really upsets me and you, i don't know if you can see either so i've actually scratched my face because my nails are natural and they're sharp they're not acrylic anymore i feel like a baby you know like when you put mittens <laughs> on a baby like because they scratch so i literally scratch myself in in my sleep so i'm going to start wearing mittens or socks on my hands at night um and i'm sure <laughs> if there's any females listening uh, you feel my pain you feel my pain i'm currently trying to imagine you pushing your chair while wearing mittens and I'm finding it quite comical, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a woman of many, many talents. Um, you know, I actually, because um, we're doing a lot more FaceTiming now, aren't we? And we're doing like things like house party and Zoom and all these. Um, yeah, lots of video conferences. You know, 
exactly which actually i really quite hate um i have to admit but i um i was i was holding my phone and i was wheeling and i was on the phone to someone and my friend found it absolutely fascinating they were like how are you wheeling your wheelchair and holding your phone so it's kind of quite cute that people are now seeing a bit more of an insight into different like people's true true worlds because obviously social media and even if we're out and about you know um even if we're dating we always kind of want to present our best self whereas mm. now if you're dating online and you're facetiming someone every day you're probably tr showing more of your true your true self would you would you agree dan yeah i guess so and i mean you know talking talking on the dating side of things like obviously i'm i'm in a happy relationship right now um yay go me um <laughs> And I've got a cat. <laughs> you, you have got your cat, the lovely Lola, who the lovely Lola. Will make an appearance a woman She will make an appearance at some point. But she probably will. Um yeah, I'm in a relationship right now, so I'm not on the dating apps and stuff, but I did see um an article on the BBC about people having first FaceTime dates because yes. because of being in lockdown. And I was like, okay. And I don't know. Maybe you know. Do, do you get done up? Do you put makeup on? Do you do you go all out, or do you just chill in your pajamas like you do for the rest of lockdown? If, excuse me, if that's how you're chilling through lockdown and it's more comfortable. See, for you. yeah, I think you should keep to your routine. So I, I, I personally love putting makeup on. I don't do it for anyone else. I genuinely like put it on for me so i quite like it it's like um it's quite therapeutic for me mm. however so if you look today i've got like a normal top on and then i'm gonna zoom out oh yeah got my pajamas oh there you go got my, got my pajamas on so i think you can do a bit of a mix and a match at the moment and um, but they said that there's going to be like loads and loads of babies being born yes from from rocking like the baby boom <laughs> maybe you know that maybe there will be. I mean, I won't be part of it because sadly, <laughs> my, my girlfriend. Well, I, I don't want kids. Let's let's throw that out there. But sadly, um, my girlfriend and you I. You want me? In, you don't need kids. No, well, you know. Um, sadly, my girlfriend and I live in separate houses, so we are very much on lockdown and can't see each other for however long this lasts. Especially with myself being on the. Not really vulnerable list, but the original vulnerable really adhere to social distancing list. So, yeah, it's definitely one of those where my God. But Dan, Dan, we, we know that we need to use our imagination. And I am uh, a bit partial to something we call sexting. I, I saw this. You posted on Instagram a couple of days ago. Was it a couple of days yes. ago? Um, that you... I've got into sexting again. I'm not going to ask for details. It is only lunchtime. We do. We may drop the oh, occasional yes, swear word, but you know we're not that far away from the watershed. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do you not know me? Do you not know me that well? Um, no, but I think sexting, regardless of being on a lockdown, it's a really. It's a, for me personally, having a disability and being a woman with a disability, and um, sexting has been a really nice way for me to build up my confidence um you know i've got a condition called brittle bones so i can break my bones quite easily and um and it you know there's always been that awkward 
stage of when when you've been with someone and they don't quite know, particularly if they're non-disabled, they don't particularly know, um, you know, what brussel bones entails. Mm. Um, they can get sometimes a bit carried away. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm saying that they've got to pick me up and throw me around and do all that type of right. type of stuff. And I, I know, right? It sounds exciting. And I think if they were to say that to me in person. And I were to be like, mm, it ain't going to happen. Um, I think that would kill the mood a little bit. So at least on sexting, you can let someone get a little bit overexcited and then kind of bring them down slowly. And also, I think you can you can actually find out what what you feel comfortable with and and what you quite like. And you can you know, I think you can you can really kind of yeah explore your sexuality and i think in a time like this that's really important i mean i was sex sexting someone the other day and they just got a little bit like it was just ott by the end of it you know like really quite intense mm. and you know and it was quite nice because i actually said like i don't wake up in the morning and want to like sex to you every 20 minutes like that's too much for me so it's quite nice um to be able to set those boundaries because what what you can do is you can build up your confidence by setting boundaries on social media so on your phone on you know kind of chatting as we are now so that in you know when you eventually get out of uh, this isolation you can you have that confidence to be like no that's not for me um and and i think i think yeah have some fun with it have you ever sex sexed why am i finding that hard to say sex sexted have i ever sexted um yeah i think you know it's a, it's a part of modern relationships i i definitely have um and i think it is but i think it'll be interesting to see if people that have had relationships that have formed in isolation whether they you know when when we're all released back into the wild for want of a better way to put it whether people will you know go nuts get physical and they'll all break down or whether those relationships will be stronger because you've had all the conversation beforehand does that make sense i'm hoping for the latter of course everybody um, is. however what we've learned is um humans are a peculiar breed um not always um not always the most um, kind of giving and, 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 you know, compassionate breed, as we've probably found out after some of the um, kind of headlines that we've seen in the news. Mm. I think my biggest fear, to be honest, because I, I think when you're disabled, you kind of, you're no stranger to isolation. And, you know, it's that whole thing of actually self-isolating, voluntary, is actually quite a privilege. I don't know about you, Dan, but I've definitely had, I mean, I've had over 200 broken bones. So I, I, I've I, been on bed rest a lot, or even just going out and about. I mean, you know, we, we might want to go somewhere, we go to a train station and the lift is broken, so we miss our train. You know, so, so as a disabled person, we face um, social exclusion, social isolation due to health or just kind of blatant discrimination daily. So I think for me, I've 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 kind of seen this as a very 
it's not it's not being I don't know it's not not being without its problems don't get me wrong but I've kind of really adapted to it really quite quickly mm. and I've definitely put a lot of effort into making sure that um, my you know I, I see the positives and I really hope after as you said when we get released back into the wild I really hope that people have a bit more compassion and have a bit more empathy my biggest fear is they won't it's a little bit like the have you had like the toothache effect you've got toothache and all you can think about is toothache and you hate having toothache and you just wish and wish and wish you never had toothache and you know you say to yourself oh i'm gonna you know look after my teeth better um i'm not gonna eat as many sweets and then as soon as your toothache is gone it's like hello diet you know not diet coke hello full fat coke and you know only brushing your teeth once in a fortnight so it's I, I I think my biggest fear is people are not going to implement all the kindness and all the empathy that we are actually seeing happen right now. Um, and if that is the case, if people don't change their ways, it makes me quite sad as a campaigner mm. because if something like this, as as life affirming as this, doesn't change people then are the work of you or I as campaigners, is that gonna, you know, will that, will that, will that change? Yeah. Sorry to like lower the tone. No, no. Like completely from, make everyone depressed. From, from sexting to changing the world. Um, by the way, Lisa S who is, is watching agrees with you and says wearing pajamas during the day is one of life's pleasures. So enjoy it. Um, I have put a bra on though. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Although me and Dan, me and Dan always say that we will have a life downloaded naked naked Tuesday. Or a uh, late night version. It's been it's been debated. Should we do a late night version? I'm not gonna be completely naked because let's face it, um I would rather people pay money for, for that. Indeed. Um you know, uh, but I reckon we should have an underwear. An underwear we should version. Definitely have an underwear version. If you want that, <laughs> message us, tweet us. Okay. <laughs> It might be pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and I might need to be let out into the wild and back into the gym before we do it. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, like from, from sexting to changing society, this is the joy of life downloaded. And I think, you know, it is one of those things that at the moment everybody's going, oh, video conferencing, we can all work from home, we can all do this, we can all do that. And it's a lot more of it's happening, but you and I know, excuse mm. me, having worked with the deaf and disabled community for a long, long time, that this is something the deaf and disabled community has been championing for a long, long time. And people have gone, oh, no, no, it's not possible. And it's amazing what's become possible out of necessity, which was really quite easy in the first place. Um, and I kind of hope... I want to see the best in people where, you know, people go, okay, well, it is possible. We've done it. So let's, let's use those things and, you know, keep them in place and everything else. But much like yourself, people talk, you were talking about toothache. I'll use an example of the Olympic and Paralympic games in 2012. Um, people were stood there with ramps on tube stations in London so that people could get to the Olympic Stadium for the events. 
they disappeared after the Olympic Games. Why? Yeah. You know, that could have stayed in place. And I hope that, that this, that if anything good was to come out of this craziness and believe me we need to hold on to the good in what are essentially dark times for a lot of people that hopefully this can be a societal shift and people will start going okay well let's look at things differently because we know it's possible especially for people in the deaf and disabled community um you know i definitely think that's a thing yeah. I, I completely agree with you and I know that a lot of people, you know, unemployment is very high in the disability community um, and that is not necessarily because people are, you know, lazy or they don't want to work, but it's because we face challenges, we face, you know, corporations go, no, we don't want to Skype because, mm, oh no, we don't want that. I mean, I work in television and I know for a fact that every time um, someone had to Skype in or FaceTime in, you know, the, the presenters would absolutely have a little bit of a hissy fit because, um, you know, the, 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 the worry was the connection would fail or the sound wasn't as great. And now what we're seeing is, you know, uh, we kind of don't care. And I think, I think people, I don't, you know, I think we need to give people a bit more credit. Um, I'm not going to care if, um, you know, there's a slight delay when, um, you know, someone's talking. I just care that I'm getting the information or I, I just care that someone is representing me. Um, but the fear, like you said, the fear is, um, like the Paralympics, those ramps are going to be removed again. Um, so it's, I think what I will do, and I hope other people who are campaigners or within the community, we need to put pressure we need to put pressure on on society as a whole to to not forget this time mm. because actually what they've said sadly is that although maybe in a year's time we will have a vaccination this is going to be a regular occurrence and we are going to have to definitely change how how we how we you know live our lives i think um you know i am actually giving coaching lessons uh, to companies um, because I feel like I've got I, I know how to work remotely I've got good tips and tricks and advice as someone with a disability um, how to be freelance first of all you know because I don't have a regular income um, and and to kind of guide people because um, you know we are kind of the experts in this area mm. weirdly you know I mean it's so ironic isn't it at the end of the day deaf and disabled people have adapted for decades hundreds of years because we've had to because if you believe in the social model which we often talk about on life downloaded um, I'm not going to explain it now but maybe google it um, you know society doesn't work for deaf and disabled people so we've always had to find ways around things and ways to make things work and so this is this is in our wheelhouse this is what we do and this is why for example we can't do we could have just done a normal podcast but we went no why not let's go crazy let's put video in and everything um because it gives us the option to and normally lola would be on my lap 
terrorizing me right now. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's one of the benefits of working remotely. <laughs> no, I and, love... and, and, for, and for anyone, for anyone that's just tuned in, Lola is my cat. Yes. That was not a weird no. reference to just, just FYI. <laughs> I feel like we need to be very mindful. People might just be like popping in and out. Well, this is true. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I am really quite, I'm really quite hopeful. One of the things that I've been thinking about is the word vulnerable and how I've been described as vulnerable. Um, do you know what, even, be even before the pandemic, mm. um, but also how that makes me feel and how I actually don't particularly like the term vulnerable. Um, so I don't see myself as vulnerable. A little bit like we just mentioned, you know, the, the, the social model, I'm only vulnerable if society doesn't embrace who I am and treats me equally. Mm. So I'm only going to starve if people overbuy, panic buy, True. you know, or I am only going to get sick because I am a high risk. I'm more susceptible, definitely, to corona. Um, I'm only going to get sick if people don't adhere to the, the advice and, and kind of stay at home. How do you feel about the word vulnerable? Because obviously, out in a different context, vulnerable can be quite endearing and vulnerable, you know, um, isn't isn't necessarily a bad word, but at the moment it can be it can be quite dangerous oh, yeah. to label someone as as vulnerable. It's one of those things, isn't it, where language is always, always divisive. Um, and what's acceptable to one person is not acceptable to another. And we often talk about, you know, language on Life Downloaded and the right language to use and the wrong language to use. Um, the thing is with vulnerable is, okay, you and I have impairments that are both on the lists of vulnerable people in terms of COVID-19 and coronavirus. Um, because for whatever reason we are deemed more susceptible or, or whatever else um but i'm really the wrong person to look at in your traditional sense of the word vulnerable i mean i spent you know 17 years in the professional wrestling business um getting hit and thrown around and punched in the face um and all that kind of thing so I'm a really weird person and much like you, I have that weird connection with the word vulnerable because like most people, I don't feel vulnerable. I don't feel any less. I don't feel, you know, I, I would prefer the word susceptible maybe because in terms of, you know, medical terms and the virus, I could be more susceptible to, the complications but it doesn't necessarily mean i am vulnerable um, i think that the, 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 the trouble is we need to identify people elderly people or people that maybe don't have any uh, assistance mm. we need to identify these groups of people because they do need to access if they can't go to the shops they need someone to pick up some groceries for them. So we do need to kind of say, look, these are a section of society that at the moment, because, you know, um, I can't use my electric wheelchair down the street because there isn't any drop curbs. 
So if I were to go and get out and get shopping, I would have to get someone to push my wheelchair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, you have we have to identify these people, otherwise they could potentially be left in a very very dangerous situation. But equally, when you give a word as vulnerable and it has so many undertones as being, to, for me, it's like to be they can't do anything for themselves. They need to be pitied. They're a bit of a burden. And when you kind of mish all that together and you have non-disabled people saying, look, aren't we the heroes? We're helping these vulnerable people by dropping off food packages. But actually on the flip side, when it comes to it, what we're seeing, unfortunately, there's been a lot of reports at the moment where we've kind of got this in the, at the moment, this hierarchy within society. Like, so my needs um, are not as important as, you, as as someone else's needs. And when it, what that means in, in, in this pandemic is that um, someone like me or someone like you, Dan, because we are marked as vulnerable, um, we might not get a bed in a hospital or we might not get vent uh, uh, to be allowed on a ventilator if they if the hospitals and the NHS are overrun I mean I even found out the other day because I've got a personal assistant now a personal assistant is a another term uh, for a carer I don't particularly like the word carer mm. uh, some people do um, I don't because I just think my mum cares for me She's the one that, you know, tells me to shut up and, you know, get back to bed and gives me chicken soup. Um, my PA um, is someone that I employ um, and I pay uh, on an hourly basis to assist me in a very disabling world. Yeah. But I found out that because I have that care package in place, um, I would be deemed as one of those lower priorities. Because in the eyes of society, because I've asked for help, and because I need help through no fault of my own, because our world isn't catered for me, I will then be at the bottom of the pecking order. And I think that's what's really scaring a lot of disabled people mm. at the moment, um, is, is this kind of hierarchy. A hierarchy we've always been aware of having a disability, because let's face it, every time we go out, we need to check whether there's a toilet we can go to. Who else in society? Who else in society has to check that? No one. No. So disabled people, disabled people always do feel at the bottom of the the pecking order. But when our lives are jeopardised, that pecking order all of a sudden becomes a very scary reality. Indeed. And uh, my rant is over. Oh no, rant over. It's a well it's a well needed rant, and you know it raises some valid points. Um, and it is a scary time for disabled people, but getting back to the um, original point of, you know, sexting. sexting no, <laughs> not getting back to sexting. Um, but getting back to the original point of the word vulnerable, um, thinking of alternatives, support is a valid term, you know, people that need support. Vulnerable is and support give two very different meanings in terms of these people need support. Great. Get them the support. Yeah. These people I mean, are vulnerable. Listening. If you look at those two words, yeah. they are very, very different and mm -hmm. mean very, very different things. And, yeah. you know, it's a simple... What, what, does everyone, what does everyone think, whoever's tuning in? Is there anyone that agrees with that? Or what words would you like 
Um, well, some people is, is saying they're not sure how cerebral palsy can be point blank put on the vulnerable list when it's got a massive spectrum. That's Kieran. And it's a valid shout, Kieran. I've, I've thought this having cerebral palsy myself. Cerebral palsy does have a massive spectrum, you know, from from people that need support with with eating and stuff because their CP affects their ability to swallow to to people like myself that are a professional wrestler. You know, it's CP has a massive spectrum um, and it's not necessarily um, sort of immuno-related in terms of battling viruses. So it's interesting that people with cerebral palsy are on the list, but we are. Yes. Um, well, isn't it funny? So I, I am technically not on the list, even though, even though I, I actually found out something about my condition just the other day mm. from um, some specialists that actually, because I don't have collagen in my body, so type one collagen, that is that is a big part of your lung makeup, okay. and that is why I only have fifty percent lung capacity, and that is why um, uh, a lot of it's the. Um, so respiratory conditions are actually the biggest fatality of people with our condition. Yet I have not received a letter from a GP. Um, I have not been deemed. I've, I have taken it upon myself because a few years back I got pneumonia. I ended up in a coma from pneumonia because my breathing was that bad. Wow. So I actually took it upon myself to label myself mm. as one of the or more susceptible members um, of, of this. But doesn't that, what going back to your point, doesn't that just show how ignorant um, kind of decision makers, government bodies are to disability? Because what you're saying, Dan, is, you know, like most disabilities, there's a big spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And one shoe does not definitely not fit all. So for the government to go, oh, everyone with cerebral palsy is on there. That just shows how ignorant they are to cerebral palsy. Or that's how ignorant they are to rare conditions like my own osteogenesis imperfecta. Mm. And this is the thing, like, I understand and, you know, I will fight government and battle government over things and as an activist and I always will. I understand this is complex, unprecedented and all those, all those words, I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's bowing to those people that have superior knowledge to yourself and asking those people that have superior knowledge to yourself uh, but you know if self-isolation is the way forward and it is for everybody at the moment because now it's stay home um you know to the point that maui mastiff is curled up on the sofa and friends are doing their grocery shopping for them so i am reading everybody's comments it just yeah. um so you know people are people are helping and people are supporting and that's great and going back to the points we made earlier i hope that it sticks around and people are more supportive and people are more understanding um but yeah there's definitely some gaps and some some gaping holes in the process that's going on at the moment and i think part of it is because rushed policies are never good policies because they're never thought thought through no um and they are trying to do a blanket approach. And I would, you know, I'm not going to lie, I would rather be part of that blanket approach than than become ill and be put in hospital and, you know, be fighting for my life. Touchwood, hopefully that will never happen and I never wish that on anybody. But if staying at home means I'm going to avoid that, then it's well worth me doing it. But I would still want to change the the language around vulnerability and support 
because yeah vulnerable is a is a divisive word at the best of times so i promised everyone some laughs and we got very deep and heavy although i think it was justified um i have got a question for you mr dan edge what would you sell your body for if you could have one thing right now so um i said that i ran out of batteries um i'm not going to tell you what the batteries are for <laughs> um, but i would tell you that i ran out of batteries a few years ago when i lived with my flatmate andy andy god bless him he was in hospital and because i desperately needed these batteries um for you know just something personal um i went into his bedroom although i didn't have permission to go in his bedroom and stole the batteries out of his alarm <laughs> clock um so i could really use some batteries right now obviously for my cat's toys mm. obviously got, for lola not, um not what, what would you sell your body for right now dan just in exchange for something see i you know, I miss seeing my girlfriend, and I know we can't do that right now. Um, I mean, tangible, tan you know, inanimate object. Tangible, inanimate object. Okay. Um, what do I want right now? I haven't thought about this. You've dropped this question on me. Um, oh, you're rubbish. Is anyone is anyone answering what they would want? What would you guys want that are watching? If you could have one inanimate object right now. Throw it up in the. Okay, in the probably. Chat. What would you sell your body for? What would you sell your body for? Right this now. This is the big one right now for something to eat or to drink or a game or like me, batteries. Batteries. The, batteries. the reason you're using what the mind boggles as to why you might need batteries. Who, who knows? Who knows? Indeed. I mean, we were talking about sexting earlier. I just, the I mind mean, boggles. Love leave that up to your all your imagination although talking to which you know you you've been saying about sexting and all that kind of stuff my my lovely other half sent me a joke article from the daily mash about how women are feeling you know their libidos are going through the roof right now yes because of being in lockdown is this your experience miss rank because apparently my yes, girlfriend says no. it's very much hers so. Yes. So I, 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 I struggle quite a lot with anxiety. In the past couple of months, my libido has been like non-existent, and I just think any women that are listening right now, it's because we are just so darn busy. We're darn busy looking after our, after men who just can't look after themselves half the time because they're just you know incapable of everything. You know, we're multitasking. We're doing everything. So sometimes our libido just takes a little bit of a back. A back, uh, a back step, and and then as soon as as soon as it was like, oh my god, yeah, I really do now need to isolate. Um, I got a little bit of the horny devil going on, so I think it's true, and I'm I reckon it is possibly something to do with like uh, our you know animalistic side of um you know in in our subconscious we know that we can't reproduce at the moment, even though, you know, doesn't mean that I necessarily want to have kids, but probably somewhere deep down inside, my cave woman within is saying, oh my God, I can't bear children right now, I, and I need to do that. Or it's because we don't have to put up with men, or whoever your partner is, um, and deal with any everybody else's <laughs> dramas, and, and, you know, kind of juggle 10 million things. So we actually have, time to um to feel to feel 
a little bit sexy sexy i see see now as as a modern man this confuses yeah. me a little bit because what you're basically telling me is lock me down and my libido will go through the roof but i'm also a modern woman so let me out and do everything that i need to do this is pretty challenging much. <laughs> pretty much we are we are a complex breed <laughs> we are a complex breed but you wouldn't have us any other way would you my darling of course not of course not i am very lucky to have some amazing women in my life um and uh, as beyonce says we rule the world <laughs> I'm sure she said that, didn't she? Did she say that? Beyonce uh, probably did say that, to be fair. I don't know. That was me trying to be cool. No, I think I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. I'm just not okay. a follower of Beyonce. Can you edit that bit out? Oh, no, we're live. No, we're right? live. There's no editing. Do not swear. We are live on YouTube. Um. <laughs> I think this has gone quite well. I don't know. People listening might be thinking, one earth. They might. It's very difficult. They're, they're yeah. welcome in our crazy life downloaded world um as everybody always is and you want a bigger garden to let your gem, your medical alert and assistance dog out i can appreciate that especially with it being a german shepherd i have a german shepherd oh. at my house quite regularly and they are big big old dogs and they like a run around so i can appreciate that but at least you know um you're allowed to walk the dog in these crazy crazy times so not ideal i know but at least you're allowed to walk the dog and this this is temporary we need to bear that in mind yeah. this is temporary um and uh, this will you know this will this will i don't know when obviously no one knows when but we, we will go back to some form of normality so i think we just need to keep keep reminding ourselves of that um and not and not be too hard on on ourselves i know that i've got a cat and i feel even though she's an indoor cat but because i'm here all the time she really wants my attention and i know it's difficult when we've got animals because we kind of don't care about ourselves but when you've got an animal or a child or someone that's a bit more dependent you you, you start to feel quite guilty so don't give yourself a hard time i'm sure that the your dog is just happy to be loved and to be fed and to be able to go for a poop indeed because you know that that's all you need in life and apparently, you really do. apparently, batteries. You, <laughs> you need to. Oh, and batteries. To eat, poop, sleep, loved, and batteries. Batteries. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, guys, we've been going for about forty minutes now. Uh, so we should probably, you know, wrap this up because you've probably mm -hmm. got other crazy things you want to do. I want wine now. In your isolation days, Sam wants to drink wine um i probably need to catch up on emails and all those really exciting things no don't say that don't say that you make me look like a proper <laughs> like you know no i okay so i also need to go and check my emails <laughs> um yeah other others of you probably need to do like pe or something but as like live downloaded live goes this seems to have gone pretty well um yeah we're doing all right yeah we're not doing too bad so we'll probably do this again maybe yeah. maybe once Why a not? week we might even get some friends on board who knows yeah. but yeah feel free to join us live next time we'll tweet about it we'll instagram about it obviously this is going to be on the youtube to watch on the replay but like all good competitions don't well, you can type in the comments actually because we can read them. Oh, yeah, because we can read them. It's YouTube. We can totally read so them. Feel free to comment, 
feel free to join in. If you want us to talk about anything next episode, why not give give us an idea? Um, and we'll probably be back at some point next weekish, I guess. Ooh, unless you, you guys. DM me, slip into my DM. Hey, yeah. if you want to sext Sam, DM her. There's an offer um, that I never thought we would make on Life Downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for listening if you're on the replay. This has been episode 15, 15. live and dangerous. Um, it will be on the podcast in a bit. It will be on YouTube as of now. Um, it's been fun. We'll see you next yep. time. Take care, everybody. Bye.